Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. Whether you're a duck or whether you're a beaver, your fantasy team needs a new receiver. It's Danny and Dusty at lunchtime every day. Maybe you're a tortured fan of Rip City. Danny and Dusty are here to take pity, hoping there's not a center with bad knees on the way. Talking noon till three, Danny and Dusty on the fan. Yep, I'm singing again, cause they haven't said I can't. Danny and Dusty love the teams the rest of us revile. Raising a Blazers banner would make it all worthwhile. Noon till three. An Odyssey station. Hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you. If you missed any of hour number one, go check it out on the Service Patriots podcast. Your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. You can get all the podcasts at 1080thefan.com. We're right there in the Odyssey app, right in your handheld device. Wherever you that may way you be catch up on me just saying Italian names. That's right. We were talking Italians at the end. Uh, whether you're listening or watching, youtube.com slash 1080amthefan, where you can see Will Ortner wearing his Central Washington University football jersey. Today. For the kids. You it always, is for the children. You always leave that part out. It is for the children. I did for it for the kids, and if you make fun of me, you're making fun of children. I'll make fun of you and children. I have, dude, I have two kids of my own. You have no idea. But you won't make fun of other people's children. I feel like that's half the fun. I mean, well, that's some. when the other parents come out. Yeah, you're right on that. You're mm-hmm. right. They, their attack mode is very is very real. It's very real. Blazers lost last night on the road uh, against the Los Angeles Clippers. And it was a high-scoring affair. Another entertaining basketball game by the Portland Trailblazers. They lose 132-127. They knew the assignment. Play really hard, make it a close game, and then fall at the end. But the thing that I've been watching and kind of seeing, we've seen it grow in front of our very own eyes. Shaden Sharp, man, looks like he has turned a corner. And over the last five games, he has had 27, 24, 26, 25, 29 points. All while shooting 
right around 50% from three and looking far more comfortable in his own skin. And I think the most impressive thing that we've seen over the last couple of games especially is that nothing seems to be slowing him down now that Anthony Simons is back in the lineup, he actually looks just as comfortable. I'd argue, if looks, not more. I say, I'd argue he looks better. Yeah, and that's because Anthony Simons is back, and he is taking eyes off of Shaden Sharp. He is allowing him to attack. I don't know, maybe a switch with a very tall white dude. White guy, where he can Daniel Tyson send him into another dimension. Puts him on back. his butt. I mean, that's the thing is that this this was what was supposed to happen this yeah. year. Coming into the season, I said, I would prefer to start Ant and Shaden and let Scoot come off the bench. And people got very mad at me because, hey, can you not start the number three overall pick? Well, the number two overall pick wasn't starting. So that's how. It's very simple. When they're not ready to and the guy in front of them is very, very, very much better, mm-hmm. you don't start him. And that's because you need to let these things kind of figure themselves out. And this is how it pertains to Shaden. Shaden had to take over those reins as a point guard. Mm-hmm. He was the least efficient pick-and-roll guard in the NBA with volume as the primary ball handler. It did that not, doesn't seem good, Bob. It did not go well. No. That's why they, they, they had Skylar Mays, was to take him out of those duties because he just wasn't ready for them yet. It's entirely okay. Number one, it's not who he is. Ant is a 1-2 who has more 1 tendencies. Shaden is a 2-3 if you squint and you have everybody else is super big. I still don't like it, but he's almost as much of a throwback 2 as it gets. He's much more Brandon Roy in, in, in his abilities and, and skills where he can work on ball, don't get me wrong. He can hezzy-hezzy tween-tween. He can get some guys. Mm-hmm but he's not going to trigger your offense every single time down. And he works incredibly well coming off motion, coming off pin downs, coming off handoffs, on actions where he can attack a defense either on a second side or against a defense that's moving. Since Anthony Simons has come back, Shaden Sharp is shooting 50-46-74. Okay, uh, and again, very small sample size, what, two games now? Three 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 games. Three games now. But... He's averaging 26, 6, and 5 mm-hmm. on insane shooting splits. And the big part of that is he's working on the other side of the ball where he doesn't have to just burn, 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 burn through energy the entire game. Mm-hmm. And he can pick and choose his spots because Ant is dictating coverages every single time down the floor. It's it, the fun part about what we're seeing. And like we've talked about this and that, like you don't, this Blazer season and reframing kind of how we, address the Blazers, watch the Blazers, and take everything in. It's about those those little signs of growth. And it's not overreacting to one game of, of him playing well, right? Now we have a five-game sample size where he's averaging 26-6-5 and he's making four threes a game. In those, albeit small sample size, you're starting to see a level of comfort with Shaden Sharp. We're not going to overreact to what was the best night of his career in, in Scoot Henderson looking more comfortable a little bit. It's much more promising, but the ball going in was a big part of that. Knocking down open shots is something that we haven't seen, but that's not something that, I mean, acknowledge it, tip of the cap. It was a great game for Scoot Henderson. But at the same time, you sit there and you look at, all right, string some of those together, and then we start talking about what is the growth that we're seeing from 
from Scoot Henderson. We're seeing that with Shaden Sharp. We've seen that with Anthony Simons, both before he got injured um, last year and then when he got injured game one of this year. Mm-hmm. We, we're we getting that sense of what Anthony Simons is, and it's pretty damn good. And three games, again, super small sample size. Very small. It's 32-5-3. But I think the, the <laughs> one thing that kind of sticks out is that what Shaden Sharp and Anthony Simons are doing in the absence of DeAndre Ayton and Jeremy Grant, it won't get bogged down when those guys return. No. And that's like it. What it's not a a a holy hero ball style of play. Are they getting a lot of hmm. shots? Yeah, they yeah. are because but, they have to because they don't have. DeAndre, they don't have Jeremy, they don't have Malcolm. Those those guys are going to cut into those shots. There's no doubt about that. But it is all right. What does it? Can you see what we're seeing without them when they come back? And it is reasonable that yeah, when you have Malcolm Brogdon, DeAndre Ayton, and Jeremy Grant on the floor, stylistically, it will be helpful to them. Mm-hmm. But not, I think not that their numbers the are going to improve. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it'll be relatively the same. And I think those are those signs of growth that mm-hmm. you can look for in a season like this. Of all right, how are they addressing the the woes that those young guys do have? And we're we're seeing immense growth out of Shaden Sharp this year and a, a not a fall off coming off the injury from Anthony Simons and all those things those two things are good for a promising future it's just you've got so far to go in every other yeah. aspect because we what we saw last night was my my favorite player on this team right now is Tumani Kamara he had a rough go of it last night. No, I mean, I think he was fine last night. I mean, it was the night before, really. He, I think you saw him more in the role that he should be, where his shots were significantly more limited. Yeah. Where he was, when he was in a spot where a team was probably baiting him to shoot, instead of like, all right, I'm going to take the shot, he gets puts the ball back down, either attacks the closeout, puts the defense in rotation, or looks for Ant and Shaden and gets in immediately into a dribble handoff and kind of re-triggers the offense. I was talking on the other end of the floor where you were looking at it, the wily old veterans that the Clippers have offensively. Kawhi is they a put, different beast. They put him in some yeah. – He put they put him in a blender a few times, and you could see there's a few times where he was looking like he, – there's one where he took a charge and it wasn't called, and he got up like, dude, I just got mowed over, and the mm-hmm. official was like – Welcome to the NBA. Young, he young also buck. did draw one late yeah. that led to a, a turnover. Like, I, I thought he was he acquitted himself well, particularly against Kawhi and PG, who he's picking up over and over and over again. <laughs> Look, you saw Kawhi last night as old Kawhi. I, people were like, why are the Blazers running this coverage or that coverage? And I'm like, because they want Kawhi to be the one to beat them. That's crazy. But it's not, though, because Kawhi's going to— Well, gonna, I know it's crazy to think about that. Oh, yeah. Kawhi Leonard Because, is. like— you want him to be the guy because you know he's going to get his no matter what when he's healthy. Well, he did. Yeah. But you know what we didn't get? We didn't get a Paul George takeover. You didn't get a James Harden takeover. You didn't get a, a, one of those weird Westbrook games or a Norman Powell game. They were all good, but you didn't have a you didn't have those other guys have the other like 35-point game alongside Kawhi that breaks teams. And the Blazers were there down the stretch. The problem was they ran out of gas and because I, they're missing three guys. Well, and I also think that it's a bigger signal of what the Clippers are right now as opposed to what the Blazers are. Oh, 100%. This is, again, the same kind of situation where... They're grinding out wins against the Blazers. The Warriors. Remember that the, the Warriors beat the Blazers, and there were some there were some folks in, in Golden State that were kind of celebrating the win, and it was like, the only people who should be feeling remotely okay about this game are the Blazers. Yep. 
Yeah, and then here here come the text on the Vancouver Ford text line, and here we go down the road of three guards again. It it look guys, Folks, the roster be two makes years of this. The roster makes so much more sense when you have Jeremy Grant and DeAndre Ayton is one thing, mm-hmm. and then they're and not tomorrow, trying tomorrow. to sell us that this is a competitive roster right no, now. No, and here's the big thing. I I wrote about this the, the latest thing up on my Patreon right now is that. This is Anthony Simons' team right now, and it's exactly the way it should be because if the Blazers need to take a look at this and be certain because if Anthony Simons, he's already showing one more gear. If he has another gear, you're not talking about all-star. You're talking about, like, all-star superstar type stuff. Like, Dustin, he's looked pretty good, and he's averaging 32. Yeah. Okay? If the efficiency comes up even more. Got to. It's got to well, for him to take that step. But, yeah. I mean, he's already – his efficiency right now is already above average. Yeah, and that's – For this, and if, if the efficiency goes back to kind of what we've seen from him in the past and these numbers stay up here, you're talking about one of the best offensive engines in the entire league. And I don't want anybody that is listening to get what Danny just said. is Misconstrue it for, like, all of a sudden this Blazers team is ready to, to, no, to pounce. No, this is They're just not. understanding one piece of all of this. Yeah, so it was a fun game. And, look – they are fun to watch right and now. they're in basically every single game even when they're out of it which they looked like they were going to be against the clippers in the first quarter yep yep we've gone from betting unders to bet overs now i, I told you when they were healthy that was what i was going to do because that vegas was going to get them wrong over and over again but then they <laughs> lost their entire backcourt for a month and it was like oh bet the unders <laughs> all right well it's fun game last night another what? fun game another fun game for the blazers and it it really is Keep your radars up because it does look like Shade Sharp is turning that corner for the better, mm-hmm. and it's really fun to watch, especially alongside Anthony Simons, who's filling it up, dude. Absolutely disgusting right now. Filling it up. That It's it's really fun to watch. All right, 503-864-6326. That is the Vancouver Ford text line. Or chime in on the, on the comments section of the YouTube. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Stream YouTube.com slash 1080am. The fan. Uh, I have one more Monday Night Football left over for you guys. Um, it was really tough to watch on the Manning cast. One of my favorite people. Mm. Very hard to hard to watch. But he brought up a pretty good point. Mm. Danny Dusty on the fan. On the fan. When I was in high school. One of my favorite comedians out there is Nate Bargatze. He's very got, good. He's got really good stand-up. Incredibly funny. He's a very funny man. He went on the Manning cast last night, and it was uh, it was tough. Because, tough watch? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. He brought his dad's a magician. He brought his dad on to do like a card trick. And at one point they like even cut away from the card trick. And his I think one of the things that makes his stand up really funny is his delivery because he's he's a southern guy and he just like has that wholesomeness about him. And he's a little clean comedian. But it was it was a tough watch with the Mannings because you gotta carry it when you're when you're with the Mannings when especially when they have a comedian on. But the Mannings are guys that they they can riff off of you, but you got to just give them something. Mm-hmm. And I think they were like all three of them were waiting for the other to give them something to work with. Mm-hmm. There was one really good part though with Bargazzi on there. They were talking about a backup center coming into the game for the Miami Dolphins, mm-hmm. and he Bargazzi asked them like, "You just like basically pulling a guy out of the stands or something? Like what what's going on here with that with that comfort level?" And it gave me something that I truly love, and I think it's something that we are going to be missing moving forward. It's a comfort. It's a comfort area. You don't want to. You don't want to go around okay, that area of too many people. You know. Yeah, you kind of want your hands yeah. to be for one set of butt cheeks, Nate. So you don't really want to, you know, share that with with several. Could, so uh, you, you try to stay. Could warm. you? Uh, could you blindfold and just have your hands under and tell who it is? Yeah. Hundred percent. I could yeah. for sure. I, I knew I knew Jeff Saturday's butt cheeks as well as anybody. So yeah, I mean I don't think you ever want to blind. You don't want to use blindfold and butt cheeks together very often. But uh, stop saying yeah. the word butt cheeks. Yeah. It's bothering. Yeah, we- <laughs> <laughs> that was the one redeeming quality. But I was as I watched it, I was like, you know what? We are losing a generation. I, we may lose it moving forward. It may go extinct. Nobody going under center? Yeah. Having that connection with your center, because I can tell you this, every quarterback in center, they do know, any guy that's ever gone under center, you know which quarterback's hands are there mm-hmm. and which center's butt cheeks that you are having your hand underneath at all times. And we're going to miss that now that everybody just goes in the gun all the time. I never had that because I was a long snapper. See, well, okay. It's a fun feeling. <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. knew whose hands were whose. You, you do know because every, every center Some, will tell you. Somebody had the, 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 the thick fingers. There's hand Some warp, sweatier. pressure, mm-hmm. that the pressure that they are mm-hmm. are, are putting Put on up. your uh, taint. taint. <laughs> yeah. Do I? No, you're good. Okay. No, um, taint's good. good. But... It is every quarterback in center has that connection. And it's unlike anything in any other sport, right? Like you have pitchers and catchers where they have that connection of, you know, calling concepts. It's nothing is more intimate than the quarterback in center Mm -hmm. and the connection that they have. And you always hear, like Justin Herbert had this when he went to the NFL. Mm -hmm. Taking a snap from under center was foreign to him. He didn't know how to do it. And centers do not like it. They will tell. Let you, you don't know, know what you're doing back there. What? Are you, hey, 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 whoa, 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 whoa! Right a little too high. Yeah. Like, hey, that's a little too much there, pal. Or that's a little soft. Yeah. When I when I need, I'm snapping, I need you to get in there. I'm getting that snap up there, and you need to protect me. Yeah. Too. Right. Yeah. That was, God, who was it? There was a quarterback that I just. It was like one of the NFL films. Was talking to a new center. Oh, man. Tom Brady and Ryan Jensen, like Ryan Jensen had to powder his butt a specific way yeah. for Tom Brady. Yeah, because quarterbacks be will complain if you're too sweaty. Mm. If you're too sweaty and you get up in there and you, you mess up the quarterback's grip, uh-uh, they're not going to go for that. We're we're missing that in the spread God, offense. It's so bothering me who it was, but it's a connection. It was a uh, 
the, the quarterback was like, it was a new center, and he like, like got mad at him. He's like, I want you to, no, it was Rodgers. It, yeah. was, it was Rodgers in, in New York. He goes, I'm going to have my hand in there, man. I want you to fire that thing. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, I don't want, I don't want it soft. No, it was, he, it was in the hard knocks. He was, he, remember him saying, "I want you to fire that thing up in there." And I was like, mm. to this day, the funniest football story I've ever been a part of. One of our centers got food poisoning in this white jersey. Oh no! Oh no! And got hit in the stomach. First play of the third quarter. Oh no! And there was a part of his. Were pants. you wearing white pants too? I, I. Was not this center. Yes, they were wearing white pants. Well, I was saying, well, as the general, was the team wearing white everyone pants? Everyone else was wearing white pants. Everyone but Will. Oh, that's tough, man. His were brown. That's and it a was tough very look. obvious. And I it, worn do you guys go pants. under center? Did you have to go under center? That team went under center about 50 50. No, you can't do it. As I, a quarterback, that, that, I'm that, like, I'm only, I'm exclusively in the gun. Yeah, that, that's a change of pants situation. I know a guy who had like Taco Bell bean and cheese burrito. Like before the game, and he got hit in the stomach. Who did he hate? And it went himself? out. It went out. He, he just threw up all over. All when I say all over, all over the guy that tackled him. Oof. Yeah, like it, and it was just like, why in the world would you do that? And the psycho, the psycho had onions in his bean and cheese. Oh burrito. no! Who does? Who who keeps them in? I I don't know anybody. Well, I know him. Who orders the bean and cheese burrito from Taco Bell and, and says, "No, keep the onions." It's like it's the no onions. Why do you have to do that? Thickest. I've I, I've ordered it with no onions and bitten in and gotten the onions before. And when you do, it's like biting into an apple. Yeah, like onion. It's just like can't do it, man. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Can't do it. Now speaking of crunch, well, the Italian Olympic Committee might be under the crunch as they apparently can't count. It's time for today's worst day on the web with Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Well, that sucks. Have you ever known a country to be a broke boy? Uh, yes, I know. The <laughs> uh, third world countries. Uh, what about first often. world countries? Like uh, it's, a, it's a banner day and not so much for the country of Italy because there are now reports coming out that Italy might need help hosting the Winter Olympics. They under-budgeted by over a hundred million dollars. Wait, say that again? They under-budgeted by over a hundred million dollars for the construction of the sledding yeah. events. Okay, now now that you put this in Olympic terms, yes, I know several countries mm. that are broke boys because the Olympics are the most corrupt. Like FIFA, take a seat. It is the yeah. IOC yeah. as the most corrupt... Uh, organization in the, the world. The Yakuza are are ashamed. Like my goodness, the the way that they and they're starting to realize like wait a minute, maybe we shouldn't hold countries hostage after seeing all of the Olympic venues in every single Brazil, Greece, you know, China which basically built everything up and they were like mm, need the space, tear it all down. It's like it's just wastes of money. Russia got mm-hmm. the Olympics for God's sakes and cheated their balls off and now you have Russia can't compete in the Olympics because Ukraine, yeah. but they also cheated their asses off. Mm-hmm. And the IOC is like, you know what, though? Their athletes can still participate in the games. What's the point of not letting Russia compete in they the Olympics? They just won't be recognized. Yeah. Guess what? Everybody's like, yeah. As they're winning gold medals, they're like, 
this is a Sergey Ivanov from the, competing uh, under the Rush or the Olympic Federation flag. Yeah, they are Russian. It's like, yeah, we all know. You know, what are we doing? Nobody here? forgets. But the way that the games are all you know handed out to different countries mm-hmm. is just basically the biggest bribes. It really should. You want to know where that hundred million went? Yeah, to some contractor. Hmm. <laughs> Who's on the IOC? Yeah, and that's the thing is, that, yeah, I'm of the mind that it should alternate between basically like four countries. Yeah, if you want to make Greece one of them because Athens, like, sure, mar- the Marathon Olympics, that's where like things came from. Great, cool. They they have the infrastructure now. It's mm-hmm. totally cool. You don't have to build it back up. It's ready. Yeah. And then America, because the infrastructure is there. It's not a third world nation. If China wanted to keep it, their stuff. Yeah. But they didn't. <laughs> They're just like, nah, nah, we're going to tear most of it down. And you can't really do it in South America because it's criminal, what was done to, to, yeah. to Rio. Sure was. So it's like. This is not surprising one bit, but what like what do you do at this point? Because the Winter Games are what, next year, right? Yeah, they're coming up uh, 2026. 2020, no, 2024, because 2028 is the U.S. No, that's summer. Because that, you got 2024 Paris and then 2028 Oh, summer. so 20, 26 winter. Okay. Because the offset. COVID screwed this all up for me on the, on the offset. They really did. Um, but you've had the yeah, 2026 Milan. Uh, winter Olympics, which oh, I, I don't think of Milan in winter at all, but it it does get snowy up there. Um, but it does sound like one of the options is using Lake Placid, New York, as the site for the sledding events. So they can't build their sledding. They track? don't have the money because the construction is estimated <laughs> to be 160 million, and they budgeted for 60 million. Well, what they should do is they should defer all the payments like the Dodgers did with Otani. Does that work? Yeah, I look. That is the the Olympics being corrupt. Hey, today in the Olympics being corrupt. Yeah. I find it really interesting that people cry. Like, I think that there's shenanigans with the Dodgers because they offered, uh, I don't know, $100 million more than anybody thought they were going to do Otani. But there's a lot of people that have issue with the deferred payments. I actually like the deferred payments with what the Dodgers are doing with Otani. No, it's great. It's not. It's not great for Otani. I wish financially because money in hand is better than money in the bush. But whatever. I wish that. But I mean, he's guaranteed that he'll get that money. Yeah, but but the earlier you get money, the more the earlier money works for you. It's just yeah, basic principles. He'll be okay. He's He's making forty million in in endorsements. He'll be okay. Um, But the people have a problem with it because it's the Dodgers who will be able to spend about twenty five million dollars more a year because they still Mm -hmm. get hit with. His contract going against them for 43. 43 on the average so they, based on how they deferred it. They yes. save like, you know, $27 million That's that they can pay. A significant amount of money. But I I think what baseball should do is like, I would love it if like a team like, I don't know, the A's or the Pirates or the Reds that always cry poor, they were doing this with their contracts, right? It's it, The problem that I have is that have it's the Dodgers that are doing it, yes. right? They should make... Major League Baseball, the they should raise the salary floor for what teams spend. Oh, you mean because the Oakland A's are only spending thirty six million dollars? If if they, yeah, if otherwise they did, known as half of Otani's yearly contract. So if you did a rolling average of the five highest payrolls in baseball, right, mm-hmm. and you just average the five highest payrolls and you average them together and say you need to pay seventy at a of that. minimum seventy percent would be like a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But if you were to say like if you pay a third of that. 
you're still looking at like seventy million dollar payroll, which a pretty is pretty significant increase. Which is Otani's annual contract. Yes. But you're sitting the there and you're like, like you it. can't do the Pirates, Reds, or A's thing. Don't do it. No. You're not poor. And None if you are, are too poor, sell the team. Time to get out. And that's where you you have to make these decisions. And you say, all right, we're we're actually going to bring teams in with money. I like where it's at, but you should do that with Olympics too. Like you said, three three countries. Well, should that's, be able to and host. that's actually what's happening is the American, German, Austrian, and Swiss Olympic com- committees have been contacted. Uh, it's never no uh, event has ever been held uh, outside of an, another country's hosting grounds. Like you've been, you have various cities within a country that happens yes. regularly. But not ever outside the country. But you do have, like I said, Austrian and Swiss, which are relatively close. That would make this doable and feasible. But you know, be a little bit more interesting if they had to fly. I don't know across the Atlantic Ocean uh, to the U.S. The Olympics are so to dumb. Lake Placid just for to go be a Jamaican bobsled team. I think the Olympics are dumb. But every time they come around, oh, you're suckered in. I'm just red, white, and blue through and through. Like me? I am just like you cannot. I will know nothing about whatever sport. story they're telling you. You are buying it hook, yeah. line, and sinker. And you know what? I'm going to take home ice into consideration yep. when the Americans are going down the bobsleds in in, in Lake, Lake Placid because I'm like they don't know. They're familiar with the course. They don't know. Yeah. USA. USA, USA, USA. It's and one of the things that I just Speaking of great Italian-Americans, Mike Ruzioni. Oh, I love Mike Ruzioni. There you go. See? Mm. One I of bet. the main characters in my favorite movie. I bet he's in the Miracle National Italian-American mm. Sports Hall of Fame in he Chicago, Illinois. He should be, just for his celebration no, after is. scoring that goal against the USSR. He, he is. He's in the Italian-American Hall of Fame. He should be. He deserves it. That is my yeah, all-time sports to. jersey. Really? I, I want a Mike Ooh, Ruzioni t- Team USA jersey. Yep. You can get that one. I, I think I, actually, I think Mitchell. And Ness I'll trade in a Will Ortner Central Washington one for it. You should get what well, your your you should get your poopy centers jersey. Uh, I, I don't need that. Shout out Josh Stoles. <laughs> oh wow. wow! Throwing the oh, name out blast. there. Yikes! It's okay, Danny. He's in the army. Ah, uh, yeah. I, <laughs> all of this is making more and more sense. Hmm. Every everything about this is dang making man more, and more sense. I don't. That's really mean that you put him on blast and now I'm Googling him. He went to Mountain View. <laughs> he went to the same high school as Souk. Now you're going to put it out there that, like, everybody is now going to know his bitness? Well, That's... look, I'm just saying Mountain View centers pooping themselves. I think there's there, we can draw a correlation. I'm, I'm pretty sure that just tells me that Souk pooped himself. You're just doing the math. That's very rude. The math is mathing. I can't wait for you to show up to the tailgate at some point and you're going to be in your jersey and he's going to be like, Ortner, you, me. Now, I like it. I'm much bigger than Stoles, but he's in the army, so he'll huh. he's a trained killer now. Mm. Well, unless he's driving jeeps. If that if that's how I'm supposed to die, that's and how I'm supposed to die. Meanwhile, all you're fighting is Souk wanting to choke you out, which I don't know if that's still want like to pay to see it. Argumentative or some sort of fantasy, but mm. it's one of the two. It's definitely and a Souk fantasy. really wants it to happen. Yeah. It's definitely if it's a fantasy. Not that it's a fantasy that it would happen. I do worry that he dreams about it. Oh, he does. He does. Hundred percent. Oh, he does. Yeah. I can tell you what. Uh, you don't want to be a part of those dreams either. I can tell you what Chargers fans don't dream about: their quarterback being shut down for the year. Justin Herbert is having season-ending surgery. What does that mean for him, the Chargers, and whatever else is going on in LA? We'll get to that and more coming up here on Danny and Dusty, Danny the Fan. Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080 the Fan. Now the hits just keep on coming for the. I almost. I God, I just got to. Are you going to say for Bobby Womack? No. No? No. No. I, I think nah. he's done making hits. Yeah, I think he is, too. He's probably super dead. Uh, who? No. Yeah. Super dead? Super dead. 
All right. Super Dad? You continue, and then I'll, I'll Google Bobby Womack, uh, 2014, yeah, nine years ago. Yeah, Super Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I feel like he was old and even in his prime. Sophomore year. Good God. Don't do that to me right now. Uh, okay. High school. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Not, not letting that happen. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, what, 2014. What did happen is Justin Herbert got hit again, and Justin Herbert is now being shut down for the season. This team is a disaster. And, and I mean, you, quite literally, from top to bottom, ownership on down to their roster, where you look at they had all pros at every single level, and they just keep dropping like flies. I mean, Justin Herbert, he had the non-throwing hand finger injury, and then he has a finger injury on his throwing hand now where he's going to have to get surgery, and he'll be out for the year. If there is no other reason to say this team needs a reset at head coach, mm-hmm. it's not the gaze of Brandon Staley on the sidelines when something goes wrong, and he's like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. It is the fact that, just look at this team where Corey Lindsley's done for the year mm-hmm. in the starting center. He's out. They've lost two. Ta- they have two right tackles on the IR, mm-hmm. and it appears that they have two right tackles on the IR because nobody can protect. And Justin Herbert breaking both of his fingers on on helmets of guys flying by. Mm-hmm. Hmm, wonder why. He was getting lit up, and he was not playing well at the beginning of that game no. this weekend. He wasn't noted. He really wasn't playing well, really, this year. No, in general. Well, you just look at it. A, a team that is led. But in, in what, a lot of it has to do with those injuries on the offensive line. Sure, it also has to do with a significant drop off from Austin Eckler at the mm-hmm. running back position. Then you add on top of that, Mike Williams gets hurt; he's done for the mm-hmm. year. Josh Palmer's been out; he's coming back, and now Keenan Allen is it's out Keenan with a heel, in, a heel injury. Then you have Quentin Johnson hasn't been nearly as good as he's supposed to be. Two tight ends being out, and it's just like their offense is sputtering. They, they scored in the fourth quarter of that game. Mm-hmm. That was just an absolute abomination against the Broncos. And it ended a streak where they hadn't scored a touchdown in 118 minutes of gameplay. The fourth quarter of a Good game. God. Yeah. Three weeks ago was the last time they scored. They did not score a touchdown against the Patriots. They got two field goals and a 6 nothing win. They went the entire mm. game until like the seven-and-a-half-minute mark of the fourth quarter before they scored another touchdown, which was against the Broncos, in mop-up duty. Like it was seventeen to seven. It was seventeen nothing when they scored their first touchdown <sighs> against Denver. Their offense is broken. They're, it's not, they're legitimately bad. It's not just Kellen Moore's fault. They are broken. And you had a really damn good quarterback. Justin Herbert still is a really damn good quarterback. Mm-hmm. But you take the weapons and you take a lot of them away. You take your offensive line and you replace and look, that was a big problem with Miami last night. Like we're talking about Miami losing their juice when Tyreek went down. They lost their starting center. Three they had three offensive linemen mm-hmm. starters that were not playing in that game. He's out for the season now. That is a massive mm-hmm. hit to to Miami and what they're trying to do. Because offensive lines you can't find guys off the scrap heap that are just gonna be ready to play on your oh, offensive. Oh no way, line. you don't have a bunch of six foot five, mm-hmm. three hundred and twenty pound mm-hmm. dudes mm-hmm. that move like dancing bears. Yeah. yeah. Also no, in a lot that of those guys offense, don't exist. A lot in that offense too, with how I would it's, imagine it's, it's mildly sophisticated. I was going to say, it's not necessarily the most complicated, but everything has to work in unison yeah. at the right moment, right, for it there's to work. There's a lot of feel. There's a, there's a lot of it's relationship. It's a lot of chemistry. Well, it it's chemistry when you, anytime you have, like, the, the Mike Shanahan zone blocking schemes and then you add the gap schemes that, mm-hmm. that McDaniel and Kyle Shanahan use so well and efficiently and just kind of 
throwing wrinkles at defenses left and right. It's trust. Yeah, you don't have when you're missing three linemen. That is critical, and mm-hmm. you you're seeing like that's a big problem with. But the even Chargers. even early in the season when the Chargers were healthy, were they better? Yes. Were they good? No. No. But Herbert wasn't really great really coached. even to start the season. He yes he was well. I, I think he was playing well. I mean, you take – there's individual games sprinkled in there. Justin Herbert was still really damn good. He's still really damn good. It is that when you have everything in the cluster F kind of coming together at once, good luck, man. I mean, you saw Easton Stick just getting absolutely pulverized by the Denver front seven. You They're showing a, a, a replay right now on NFL Live where you literally had a left guard who's starting in the National Football League spinning around. He did two pirouettes, and he was just beat off the line. Like, he just spun around twice, like, trying to find somebody to block. I had no idea where the defensive lineman was. That is uh, that is called a center field block, and that is used only in moments of emergency. <laughs> it is your red nuke button. Find him, find him, find he, him, find him. He pushed it twice in one play. Not good, Bob. Not good, Bob. <laughs> Not good. They are an absolute disaster from top to bottom in, in L.A. And it, it sucks because you, you, we have a good quarterback who deserves better. And we see that a lot. We see that a lot in the NFL. But uh, they need bigger changes than just Brandon Staley. And maybe we'll touch on that coming up here next on 3-Up, three 3-Down. Three it's Tuesday afternoon. The Two o'clock hour coming up next year on Danny and Dusty. Danny the fan. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all in one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 